House of Representatives separates privileged business and questions of privilege. Privileged business relates to the order of priority of business before the House and is defining House rules and precedents as business that has precedence over the regular order of business and so may supersede or interrupt other matters in that might be called up upon pending before the House. Questions of privilege constitute one form of privileged business. Clause 1 of the House Rule 9 recognizes two kinds of questions of privilege. Questions of privilege of the House and questions of personal privilege. Under Rule 9, Clause 1, questions of privilege of the House are those affecting the rights of the House collectively, its safety, dignity, and the integrity of its proceedings. For example, questions relating to seating of members and the organization of the House at the beginning of a Congress have been held to raise questions of the privilege of the House, as have questions related to the health and safety of members and staff. Other subjects given rise to the questions of privilege of the House include the president, presence of the House floor of unauthorized persons, the conduct of those in the press gallery, and the integrity of the journal, the protection of House records and files, and the accuracy of House documents and the records the integrity and regularity of an electronic vote and attempted bribery or corruption of members. The Speaker de determines whether a question that a member has raised does in fact qualify under the House precedence as a question of privilege of the House. Two of the general principles that guide the Speaker in making these determinations are stated in the House practice. First, a question of privilege of the House may not be raised to effective change in the rules of the House or their interpretations, and second, a member may not, by raising a question of the privilege of the House under Rule 9, thereby attach privilege to a question not otherwise in order under the rules of the House. In, in other words, make a question a matter of privileged business. Clause 1 of Rule 9 defines questions of personal privilege as those affecting the rights, reputation, and conduct of members, delegates, or the resident commissioner, individually in their representative capacity. Under this rule, a member may rise to a question of personal privilege on the floor to respond to criticism of integrity specifically in relation to his or her representative capacity. Again, it is the speaker who determines whether an allegation or statement gives rise to a question of personal privilege. Accordingly to the House practice, the allegation or statement must refer to an individual member and must reflect directly on the member's integrity or reputation. Mere statements of opinion about or general criticism of his actions as a member or his voting record or views do not constitute a ground for a question or personal privilege. Members have raised questions of personal privilege to respond to allegations about matters such as misuse of public funds, conflicts of interest, abuse of franking privilege, corruption and bribery, criminal conspiracy or perjury, violation of security laws, and knowingly making false statements with the intent to deceive. Members may raise the questions of personal privilege to respond to such public criticism whether made by other members or, for example, in private publications. A question of personal privilege, however, may not be based on language uttered on the floor of the House in debate according to House practice because House rules provide a different recourse for such a case, a timely demand that the objectionable words be taken down. A member raises a question of privilege of the House in the form of a resolution. The member raises on the floor and states, Mr. Speaker, I raise to a question of the privilege of the House and I offer a resolution which I send to the clerk's desk. The text of the resolution is read. 
if it is the majority leader or the minority leader who offers the resolution, the speaker immediately rules as to whether it constitutes a valid questions of privilege. If the question is raised by any other member, consideration of it may be deferred until a time and place within the next two legislative days that the speaker designate in the legislative calendar. When that time arrives, the speaker then decides whether the resolution raises a valid question of privilege. If the speaker determines that the resolution does raise a valid question of privilege, the House proceeds to consider the resolution under the one-hour rule, with the time for debate equally divided between the resolution proponent and either the majority leader or the minority leader, as the um, speaker determines. The House may agree to order the previous question after the first hour of, of, of debate on the resolution. If so, the House proceeds to vote on the resolution without amendment or further debate. If the previous question is not ordered, the debate may continue under the one-hour rule, and then the member controlling the time may propose an amendment to the resolution. Motions to table or refer the resolution or to propone its con consideration are also in order. A member raises a question of personal privilege simply by stating that he or she is raising on the floor for that purpose. A question of personal privilege is not raised by resolution. The speaker then asks the member to explain the grounds on which the question is based. If the speaker determines that the member has raised a valid question of privilege, that member is recognized immediately to speak for one hour. After this hour for debate, the House takes no further actions on the matter. No vote occurs because there is no question for the House to decide. 